0: Welcome to Scratch That Itch. Uh, I'm Nick. That's Stu. This is the real intro. Yeah. We're going to scrap all the other stuff and just use this <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah, that's anyway, right. Hot damn. We uh, play games on itch, and uh, then we review them, and uh, that's what we do. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, We have search terms. We use those to find the games that we're going to play, and they're usually free. Um, Doesn't Mm -hmm. mean they're less quality than others. It just means that we're not paying money for them. All
1: right, Stu. Oh, oh yeah.
0: (laughs) Which game did you not pay money for this
1: week? Well, my pockets weren't emptied by... uh, So, I had... It's becoming a, it's interesting, the The last few keywords that we've been doing have been yielding maybe not as fruitful results as I'd mm. expect. Um, and so uh, a, a reoccurring pattern like the last, I think, two episodes, I typed in my keyword was electricity. Yeah, See, and that, so, that's what I thought.
0: I thought there'd be interesting yeah. like, stuff there because like, I feel like we weren't even trying in the first couple of episodes and we were finding no, very we're...
1: broad things. Things like bean and nugget Still Somehow. stuff. stuff uh, But then electricity Where it's almost just like I typed in gun and got nothing um, but, uh, If we
0: type in gun And we get nothing I'm going to be fucking so surprised
1: <laughs> Yeah But then you'll type in other words Or something where you're like I don't know, crepe And you'll find a porno I think that's also the beauty of Itch.io. Let me ask um, you
0: how you think that they use the crepe in said porno.
1: Ooh. Well, I mean, crepe may also be a move, like where you drape someone with something. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. And then I'm trying to think of most of the ingredients that go into a crepe. Um, I mean, just pancake, no? Yeah, pancake and maybe some cheese. <laughs> uh yeah, you just grate, you just grate cheese on someone and then wrap them in a blanket and have sex with them. Uh, yeah, okay. Actually,
0: yeah, no, that actually sounds really appealing to me. Never mind. Okay, I'm going to yeah. write that one down. I mean, yeah. uh, the crepe is my new move. <laughs> yep, yep. This is it. Um, all right. So you played a game called called the uh, crepe, called uh, the crepe, the crepening.
1: No, so I typed in cereal crepeist and yeah, uh, ah, crepe cereal. But um, actually, yeah. I, uh, I typed in electricity and I did get a game straight away and I played it and I oh, don't like it. Oh, okay. And so I thought, no, no, I need to play a different great game. content. Fantastic content. So anyway, I, will be, I
0: played a game and I didn't want to play it. I, will,
1: I will be I didn't want to play it because uh, because it was very bad. And very bad, very quickly. Never stopped and this before. It was, I oh, know, but it was, it was almost like, it was like sensory overload, but also instantaneous download, where I was like, holy shit, this is way too much. I completely understand everything now and I don't want to do this. <laughs> oh, what? Um, <laughs> so, so basically, and also, oh God, the, the like weird irony of the title. So, um, the game I settled on was Robo Rob, and I will get right there, but very quickly, the one that I clicked on was called Not Like This. As you, in, like, you, the thing that you would scream as you were dying? Yes, yeah, or you're just sort of like, how do you make a game? Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, <it> good.
1: <laughs> yeah my, my apologies to the creator, but you click on it, and it just fucking opens straight away. And it and you're there and it's just like a 2D platformer and you are assailed with a bunch of shit going on. Um but very simple. You just jump platforms, you need to push batteries to the top of this antenna to charge it mm-hmm. so that it shoots aliens, which constantly go towards this antenna. Okay. This, like a tower this, defensey sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. This, however. This information is conveyed to you in text on the screen over the top of the game that you're playing. (laughs) And the moment you start the game, which is instantaneous, you immediately hear very loud zapping electricity noises and these aliens going and then dying and getting like zapped. And you're sort of going, where the fuck am I? Something's already happening. And then you see your character and you're like, okay, this is me. And then, yeah, it was just so much. uh, I had no idea what was going on. Then I died um, before I knew what was happening. So I had to start again just so I could read everything, which caused my death. Um, But after the, the second time I died, I knew what my objectives were and I tried to start playing it. And it didn't work very well. So I went, wow different game (laughs) um fair enough fair enough yeah so that one i was definitely like not like this Mm -hmm." so more like uh robo rob which was the game that i settled on which was made by uh creator hugo lamarche i think is his name i'm not sure how to pronounce it i mean it's a very Uh, powerful name oh yeah um robo rob is a 2.5 platformer um and it was made for a shenanigans game jam and the theme was electric leech, so I was like, okay, okay cool. Um, Robo Rob's like pretty simple, but it was well put together. So you know, 3D um, assets, but like 2D style movement and platforming. Mm-hmm. Um, WASD and spacebar for jump. You're a robot, you're in a factory, and you need to get somewhere. You've got an objective. I'm not 100% of what it is, but it's definitely <laughs> that. You know, it's that same sort of thing. It's like fish going to swim. If you're in a 2D-style platformer, you got to go to the right of the screen. Yes, exactly. Um,
0: Unless we're talking about Japanese platformers in which you go to the left of the screen. Because, you know, you are a to read them Oh, backwards. yeah.
1: I wonder if, yeah. Oh, man.
0: Uh, well, um, but that's the funny thing, right? Like, obviously that's not the case Because some of the most famous platforms in, in, of all time Yeah, yeah, uh, funnily enough, Japan. Mario Yeah, exactly
1: And, um, of course, he runs to the right I suppose he's Italian uh, but yeah, um, of course Actually, never mind, I take it back Yeah, but, um, yeah And so, you're jumping around And you need to get to the other side You immediately start And you have a health bar you also have a proximity sensor, which is sort of Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all have... yeah. No, you don't need to explain what a oh. proximity sensor is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we're, we've all got what well, We know how it goes. But, I mean, maybe for but, the um, one
0: person who is listening yeah, who doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. have a proximity sensor.
1: Which, come on, let's... Seriously, guys. Come on, it's mate. It's 2022. Yeah. Get, get your senses on. Get your proximity but, um, ready. Yeah. Approximize. <laughs> um, approximize with a sense. But... Um, <laughs> I you... love that. I love that song. And, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: boxing man <laughs> yeah. With, it's with the sands.
1: With um, <laughs> the sands. I liked that the theme in, in this game or the, in the game jam is electric each. Uh, and uh, this guy made his Robo Rob game and then just put literal electric leeches in it as the enemies. Perfect. So, yeah. Goomba style, you got to jump over them. But I not absolutely on them. love um, just
0: no in-depth reading of the text or the prompt at all not sort of trying to break it down just pure old you know what i'm gonna look at this <laughs> verbatim and just like for what it is electric leeches are in the game perfect yeah 10, yeah 10 out of 10 um,
1: so if you touch a leech it latches onto you and it drains your health ah. and it'll eventually leave um Sounds like my (laughs) (laughs) ex-wife Let me tell you Not so electric but a lot of leech Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Insect mm -hmm. alimony payments We've
0: had plenty of wives Just to let everyone know
1: What a weird brag
0: (laughs) I've had so many wives That's what Um, Elon Musk says right Oh yeah he probably does Yeah he's like oh my god I've been married So many times
1: I'm the best husband because I've had So many wives Yes, exactly. That's how it works. That It is how um, it works, actually.
0: Hugh Hefner but, knows uh, yep. uh, most celebrities. I don't know. Brad Pitt. Yep, yep. I can't think They're of any all other there. celebrities.
1: No, nah, that's the only one.
0: Hugh Jackman. No, I'm just kidding. Hugh Jackman's an angel. He's, only, he's had the same wife for yeah. like 20, 30 years.
1: Yeah, even Wolverine,
0: I think, has only had... <laughs> One or two wives. I love that, ep- um, like that comic where you know Wolverine's wedding. Oh, so good. That's like the best issue. Oh, it's Beautiful. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Honestly, I love it. I actually want to see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has and he's Wolverine in the been dressed? dress. Like I'm he, he wanted, sure. He wanted to like was it uh not Rogue? What's the other one's name? The one who becomes oh, like the Phoenix Lady, Jean Grey. That's it. Does she got a that's right. does she have an X-Men name like Wolverine or is she just Jean Grey? I think it is
1: like the Phoenix when Yeah, but that's she's only when she goes to Loco-Banana. No, I, I think right? her name's
0: just Jean Grey. That's that's unfortunate that she doesn't get a cool code name like everyone else like yeah. Professor
1: X what? you got like Storm. But then I suppose that that's that funny thing where Professor X just literally has his title and then he shortened his name to the first letter. Yeah, well actually that's true.
0: Was uh, but
1: Beast Mary. is a doctor So I feel like he should be Dr. Beast But you know whatever Dr. Beast actually sounds better
0: Yeah you know, I do like I will say though like When Old Mate came in for the remakes And and was Beast that was fine I didn't actually mind uh, yeah. him But I can't you know Kelsey Grammar yeah. <laughs> as Beast <laughs> Is still So fucking good Just ridiculous seeing Just uh oh, it's it's so good. Yeah. I cannot. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, all, all 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 I hear is the Frasier theme song, like scrambled eggs. Yeah, and every beast at frying pan, like mm-hmm.
0: Let's um. See. Da, 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 da. So apparently, but, uh, in a different timeline, he married Jean Grey. Da, 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 ah, da, da. there's there a, a, apparently in a few alternate timelines, but I guess not main. Anyway. Back to your no, game. No, no. Sorry, I got sidetracked so um, hard.
1: <laughs> With the Wolverine Wedding. Of but course. um Yeah, it's so, a nice
0: day for a Wolverine, Wolverine. Wedding.
1: Shing, shing. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was uh the interesting mechanic of this game because it's classic platforming, you just avoid danger and get from A to B. Yeah, uh, very standard. Life. The proximity sensor just helps you know when or where leeches generally are it doesn't give you a clear sense more like closer so to further away s- can you not see them or no the sensor just is a bar that fills the closer right. you get to these leeches oh okay so, well, now you're
0: supposed to really avoid them if you actually can't see them well, until they're right up on your grill
1: well i'm glad that you asked because oh good that's the interesting uh mechanic you can just jump over them because they'll Hold on, guys. Be attracted Wait, to we
0: got s- to take a break right now. F- and the intro sting for Stu's latest segment, uh, int- Interesting Mechanic, is going to play right now.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. We'll just chuck that in there. Cool. Uh, All right. Really, All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd really like to thank uh, Post Malone for <laughs> uh, doing that. That was really good of him. Uh, yes. Weird because we didn't contact him. No, but, he just sent it know. to
0: us. He's like one of the few listeners we have. Also, yeah, I guess, like, it's a weird move because he's not relevant right now, but also, like, it's not going to make him more relevant being on our podcast. But mm.
1: Yeah. Hey, you know, you got to take the fans where you get them. Yeah. Um, the interesting mechanic was that you can find and throw objects and the leeches will be attracted to them. So there's a bit of, like, finding an object and carrying it for a while and then throwing it so leeches will go that way. And then as you play, the game starts to kind of incorporate that in slightly more interesting ways where there's, like, gaps that you can't fit through, but you can hmm. throw something through. And so it's almost wanting you to go ahead a bit, find where the leeches are, have them chase you, and then throw something back through that gap so you'll know they'll be on the right side of the screen so you can go through the left. Okay, um, I see. But it, so, so it's, like,
0: the- it's T-Rex rules. So, like, they're not necessarily yeah. looking for... Or rather, it's I not guess, a, they're not looking... They they haven't evolved the idea of, like, being able to find and seek out electricity. They're all just movement-based.
1: Yeah, yeah. We so they'll them. go over to an object for a brief amount of time. Right. But if like, they find you, they they stick to you. So we're doing T-Rex um, rules from Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but then there's another mechanic which is interesting, because you'll find along the way health stations, which you just run through and then it refills your health. But... You're able to actually expel, at the cost of your own health, batteries if you can't find any objects around. So... And that will really attract the leeches. And so there was this interesting sort of... It created an interesting ebb and flow where if you've got a health to spare, but you kind of fucked a jump up or something, you can throw a battery out and then like run back and try again while they eat the battery. So... I thought that was pretty cool. Um, It was. It it looked pretty good too. Like good lighting. Uh, Maybe the color wasn't so interesting. Some areas were maybe a bit too dark and shadowy. Yeah. But as far as like the notion of like a robot platformer, I actually I like the thematic mechanic of you know because if you're a robot, risks aren't so great because it's sort of like you're a robot, um, and the notion of like dying just means you you just don't play the game. There's no real like narrative kind of thing, but by introducing you, the idea of like, are
0: you going into like the idea of oh, yeah. like
1: robot human sort of relations and sort of mm. like the idea
0: of like a robot's life not being as valuable as a human's life? Stew is is uh, that what we're is that what we're doing right I, now?
1: I am indeed suggesting that as of this current moment, okay. Um, but in this game. By being a robot and actively choosing to risk the thing that preserves your life to preserve your life, mm. you are valuing your own existence. Thereby, you do have a soul, Ghost in the Shell. Um, oh, okay. Is, that, is so, that the
0: message they're trying to say in Ghost in the Shell?
1: No, no. That's my message okay. for Ghost in the Shell.
0: Um I mean, yeah. Actually, and I mean, I didn't. I've never thought about it that way. But you're right. Actually, valuing your own existence sounds like a thing that someone who is uh, not al- I was going to say alive, but what's the like not cognizant either? What's the word? Like oh, self-aware, like self-aware <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Um, the woman you who know, goes like in the I... Shell's a robot, right?
1: Uh pretty sure. Or is she a um, suborg? I, th- I think it's a bit of. I think it's a bit of both. I think it's that same thing yeah. where they're suggesting, like, if the memories and personality of a human are implanted into a robot, uh, are they a person? isn't that technically a person? Doesn't she so buy, like, that a tank kind of at
0: the end of it or something?
1: Yeah, and there's, like, a torso lady attached to it. Oh, is there? Or something like it's that. It's been a long time since I yeah, watched that film. I yeah, was quite I young. A... And it made very little sense to me. I have vague memories. And it's funny because you'll watch it and you'll be like, Oh, wow. It's one of those, like, you know, uh, not cyberpunk fucking. Um, oh. Dystopian what? future. Yeah, the uh, Blade Runner style. Like, oh, yes. anyone could be a simulant. And then you're watching it and you're like, except the guy with white pennies for eyes. He's definitely a robot. <laughs> That's right. But then, is
0: he? No, I don't think so. I think he just replaced his eyes. God damn. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's it, that's the cybernetic part of it as well. It's like ah, he just—I just, I just has, got Ghost in the Shell. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I mean, listen, when this isn't a Ghost in the Shell fan cast, so we're going to skirt. This is a Morbius fan cast, okay? So yeah. let's d- ditch all this and head back to Robot Rob.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I kept playing. Uh. And uh. Yeah, it was good. It was actually uh, quite enjoyable, and I like the idea of uh. A platformer where it's sort of like, you know, a, a classic platformer is one hit, you're done. Yeah. So I like the idea that if, if they're introducing health into a platformer, it's always feels a bit like, oh, you know, like the idea, it feels like platformers should just be like, I just need to do this really well in one go. But because they introduced this actually spending your health idea that managed to balance uh, introducing a health bar. Yeah. Um <clears throat> which I thought was a was a cool and sort of inventive thing. Especially the game is made in 48 hours. And so I don't mm. know how long the other game that I played took, but this <laughs> this Hugo Le, Hugo would, Lamarche can do a lot in 48 hours. That's would all surprise I've got you to say.
0: That if that, that I went back and looked at the other game and it took them about 2 years to make that one. No. No, I I'm just lying. <laughs> Oh god, not like this! No, not like this. His, <laughs> no. life, his life's work. Um, um, I, so but you, yeah, let me ask you this though, just purely based on a mechanic sense. Obviously, like mm. your your mm. health is electricity, and you can also shoot out these batteries, right, which deplete yep. your health. But did you ever get stuck in an area where you had a, like too little health, and one of the puzzles required you to shoot out a battery for uh, the puzzle to work?
1: no which was good they had the space between health points was pretty good yeah i will say though in terms of critique the issue which i find happens or can happen a lot with uh platformers but also any games that have quite tight boundaries Mm. um is collision issues and particularly hitboxes okay uh uh, which is, for those that don't know, uh, myself included, that uh, it's just the area where, if the moment that you touch, it's that area and zone that causes damage to your character in game. Yeah. Um. The issue that I would find is that the controls felt quite good. The jump was pretty nice. You can move in the air. I always like that. Um, fuck reality. Uh, <laughs> fuck shirts you. Dropping fuck you, Isaac suit. Newton. Yeah, you fucking square. Yeah, there you go. That's but, um, that's the shirt.
0: <laughs> just an apple yeah. in space. <laughs> it's just it's like fuck, fuck you, reality.
1: Newton. Yeah, just an apple going upwards. Yeah, perfect. Man, fuck you, Newton. But um, Thanks, yeah, Steve Jobs. What would happen was I would hit like do a jump, maybe hit a wall or a roof. Then I would sort of hit that stop and then go down. Um not quicker but with the same velocity as the jump and what would happen was i think i would just sort of not bounce but i would jump up as i'm getting hit by a leech then kind of hit the roof come down on another leech and then die okay. and i i i haven't uh i haven't figured out exactly just how much damage each leech bite does but there were moments where it felt like if i ran into two leeches who through the programming or how it works can actually overlap because they can move through one another okay it's sometimes like i would run into uh, a leech which is two leeches and just die instantly so there's no there's no invincibility frames yeah so once you get yourself into these sort of situations it is kind of like game over like if you run down the wrong corner and you're like oh shit and the roof is too small that you can't actually jump over the leeches if you don't have health you're just dead okay um so i don't know whether that's a choice or a balancing thing but i did find some moments suddenly i would be like oh shit i'm dead limit yeah yeah and i think because then there is the health bar i would say like even with you know lives or like crash bandicoot you get iframes they give you a little bit of wiggle room to kind of Get out of a situation because it's a game about positioning. I love the
0: broad spectrum positioning. of lives and then narrowing it st- down immediately to Crash Bandicoot. So like, yeah, <laughs> the the huge, like, big... Con- like, the context of lives in a video game. Very broad. And then, you know, Crash Bandicoot.
1: <laughs> you know, spokesperson for lives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All Bandicoot lives, lives, lives
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Extra um, lives
1: matter. <laughs> It just says all lives, <laughs> but um, yeah. Like uh, I don't know. It's, it feels very iconic the the idea of getting hit and then you flicker in and out of reality. Yeah, uh, is that that sort of thing where it's like, uh oh, all right, you're in and out. That's fine though. You're you're invincible for a few moments. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. I think this game would benefit from that because too often I would like get hit and then run into another enemy and just and die. Yeah. And so it's all like, oh, okay. Um and that can be part of that sort of like, oh, you know, that that's the difficulty of it um, mm-hmm. is that you need to use objects or bait your enemies a bit more. Um but yeah, I, I did find I think that would have been my only critique or suggestion for it um would be, yeah, just, just a few invincibility frames uh yeah. in there so I can reposition myself. But other than that, like yeah, 48 hours. There are, there as far as themes go, Electric Leech, it's in there, baby. Um, it's so, more than
0: we can say for a lot of other games we've played.
1: Yeah, so, and you know, I managed to more or less do the keyword. So, Hugo Lamarche, thank you, sir.
0: Well, speaking of keywords that have nothing to do with the game, <laughs> um, my keyword this week was glide. And you probably yep. expect that uh yep. a lot of the things that I well, the thing that I would have played would have had something to do with like planes or uh like floating or jumping from mm-hmm. thing to thing with like a possibly even like an air glider or something. Mm-hmm. And while there was a lot of that, um it seemed too pedestrian for me. You know me. I like to be ah, a bit left of yeah, centre. I'm a bit yeah. exactly finer taste you know like um a lot of people have described me as random before you know and i'm like you know <laughs> lol uh you know come to the dark side we have cookies uh epic bacon you know i'm pretty uh pineapple yeah. uh, i'm pretty pretty yeah. random yeah um, you're a pretty uh yellow guy yeah oh yes exactly YOLO for life, you know, uh, epic rap battles of history. Uh, I'm just, just trying to name <laughs> off things of that era. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. It works. They're still naked, which is weird, but that's fine. They yeah. do their, they can do their own thing. Things um, can still be epic. Thing, things can still be epic. This is true. This is true. Um, yeah. things are not, can also be mid, which this game was. <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn, that segue burned. <coughs> no, it wasn't mid. That's that's rude to say. Um, so instead of finding gliding games and stuff like that, um, I went for something called Glide, literally. Mm-hmm. And again, in the, oh wow, nice. Yeah, uh, in the grand scheme of a lot of the things that I play, just literally being the name of the the game. Um, so it Glide was like. Well, first off, Glide is by Acerix Games or a- a- nice. a- Eric's Games, I believe. A E-R-I-X, Erics, I believe. Oh, yeah. So thank you for that. Um, This one is, like, they they say at the top, like, this is in development. It's kind of a side project. You know, I work on it when I do. Um, But it is a first-person shooter, like, one of the first on this show. And I was kind of surprised. That's why I wanted to go for it because I'm not a huge fan of FPS games. But Mm. just to see something like this on Itch... I thought was quite interesting, because, you know, there's a lot of uh, platformers or visual novels or sort of 3D walking sims in sort of, like, the plethora of stuff on Itch, but I was like, you know what? Let's jump in. We haven't done one of these yet. So, yeah, basically, the whole th- sort of thing is that you are the leader of a sort of, like, government branch of sort of, like, military personnel uh, known as Glide. Um, I will say, Glide is... <laughs> Marked out as an acronym by the periods, uh, they never go into what glide means. So, oh
1: well, I, I mean, I suppose that's because it's
0: pretty self-explanatory. Oh yeah, well, in that case, like, if it, it I mean, can you enlighten me? Because I didn't get it. So, you know, obviously, if, uh, if you understand what the acronym is,
1: yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, of course, it it, it, it would be, uh, oh, it would be ground liaison insurgents department espionage. You know what? Not the I, worst. I think that, but I think I just said, uh, like, five different words that mean more or less the same thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, 100%. And honestly, the guy who probably made this game thought that Glide sounded cool as an acronym and never thought about it beyond that. So, Stu, your definition of what that is is perfectly valid. Because, yes. you know, it's kind of what it is. Yes. Um. So, basically... Uh, it's like a first-person shooter with, like, squad-based AI sort of thing, which is quite okay. interesting. Like, the whole game's sort of, like, selling point, even though it's not the thing that I focused on, was the fact that you had a crew of uh, AI uh, soldiers with you. Like, you're, p- they're part of the glide unit. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, and okay. so, like, you spawn into the game and they're, like, hanging out with you and they, they, they'll follow you around. Um, basically, the main story is that you are... In this joint in Montana, you're going down to, like, the Barman's Farm, pretty much. Like, it's okay. a family farm in Montana. And, you know, that, that classic sort of, like, they own a lot of land. They have a lot of, like, cousins and friends who live on the farm. And, mm. you know, people don't really go around there. They don't really communicate with people outside their own farm. And, of course, it's America and, like, in Montana. So, it's just, like, woods out in the middle of nowhere. And so, yep. they just own a bunch of land out there. Um, the, there are are apparently a bunch of abductions and like missing persons reports, uh, that have been coming up in the area recently. And Mm. basically the government or like, you know, the military has a hunch that these guys, this family is a part of it. And like, they have a role to play. Um, and so you're brought in as a secret government sort of insurgents pretty much to come in there stealthily and sort of find evidence, um, that they're behind it. Which, again, pretty pretty fucked up. Honestly, the way like to start it, it's like, listen, we have a hunch. Go and find some <laughs> evidence to pin this on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You we don't, don't f- have proof yet. No, exactly. Wink, wink. <laughs> and but it, it's also like you know, try to be stealthy. Try to find the evidence, but you know, you're free reign to kill anyone you like. So wow. Honestly, uh, like obviously, the game, you're gonna find the evidence that you need, but. In real life, like, you might just kill these people without finding any evidence. Like, it's insane. Like, obviously, they're heavily armed and stuff, but you have no right to go on their land and just look around. It's, (laughs) fuck, it's so weird. Anyway, but that being said, they're like, go and find evidence if you can find um, people or, like, if they've found, you know, like, stuff that, you know, evidence that they've kidnapped people, basically. Right. Um okay. The funny thing is, before I get into the gameplay and stuff, the evidence that you're finding is literally just mutilated corpses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know why the creator of the game phrases it as evidence oh. when every person you find is literally just like freshly dead covered in blood flies flying around them like wow i mean sure it's evidence that that person had been abducted but uh, yeah i i
1: like that i mean there is no there is few pieces of evidence that are harder to argue against then <laughs> i think they did it because there was a mutilated corpse in yeah. their house yeah exactly um however yeah i like the the idea of finding evidence to prove abductions and then getting there and seeing, like, well, we actually don't have any proof they were abducted. Sort of. We have proof that they're (laughs) crazy murderers. Yeah. This
0: is the thing. I I expected to start playing the game and be looking for, like, uh, wallets or notes uh, or, Uh, like, you know, know, ropes in the back of a van or something like that that look like Mm they've been cut. You know, things like that. But immediately it's like, nah, there's corpses. The people have been just murdered. (laughs) There's no rhyme or reason to it. They're just dead. Um, huh. But the the game itself uh, is a sort of like low poly style, you know, mm. classic, easy to work with, sort of, and always looks good as well. That low poly style, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's in Unreal. I think it's made in. It says at the start. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't think it's in Unity. Uh, but um, first up, like immediately, like the environments and the lighting in this like 3D area look amazing it's really really good oh, like, cool. you know obviously you know, working around being able to detail something so well and just having a low poly style with really great lighting I think just works mm. and the level design itself like you know the variation of trees and rocks and buildings and stuff like it works it's, it's really good it, like you know kudos to you like if you made these assets or not doesn't really matter like the way you put them together works really well um, basically you start out in the game and there's a little mission briefing. So on the right hand of the left hand of the screen, it has the entire mission briefing there in text and it's a big wall of text, but don't worry. Wow. The VO jumps in and starts reading it verbatim for you. So you don't have ah, to worry about okay, it. Okay. That's good. Um, but this is the funny part where it's like, it seemed like quite a competent game, except it seemed like the person who made it just like literally plugged in a USB microphone in a really echoey room and started recording the VO. <laughs> uh yep, it was and it's like fair enough like if they're making a game they probably don't necessarily have that many skills as far as audio yeah, the, recording the resources. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. Um but it was really funny listening to him record it like bar the fact that it was like, you know, not acted out at all, like it's just obviously a dude reading it out. Yep. But halfway through the briefing, you can hear him flip a page that he's obviously printed oh. out with the script on it, which is awesome. Ooh, it's so fucking good. good. And then right at the end, he he goes over a couple of lines. Like there's two or three like sentences that he doesn't actually have written down. He just me- puts them in at the end of the VO, which is very strange. Oh right. uh, And then you hear him click his mouse to stop the recording. Oh.
1: <laughs> didn't didn't edit that one out oh uh, yeah good. i was so uh, i i always like hope for those sort of moments where someone's just like all right, right. we need to get to the thing and then just openly belch
0: they're yeah, so good i really you're like, that would have been the wow. best uh, um yeah but uh basically then you you start the game you like start in this little tutorial area where it seems like if they were going to continue the game that would be like this little hub area where you start to go to missions. Oh, yeah, I like okay. think um think like it in um teardown when you've got like the little house that you live in basically.
1: Yeah, I see. It yeah, seems like yeah, that yeah. sort
0: of similar conceptually, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: you can walk to a table, there's a couple of guns and some bullets on there and then like another VO kicks in and starts telling you how the game is played. Totally fair, like normal and you know, you can shoot around and stuff like that just get a feel for it. You walk over to another little sort of uh icon and that starts the mission. And the first thing is it's like, oh, it's like literally the middle of the day. Why are we doing like a stealth <laughs> mission Mm-mm. in the middle of the day? This is not good. Um The first few tries like I got like just grassed up pretty hard just because I didn't know that I could get a like I thought I would just start with a gun, but apparently oh. I started to pick up a gun at the oh, beginning. From
1: the table? Yeah.
0: I was like, okay, well, so bold. There was like, it's like around my squad. There was a gun on a rock with some bullets that I was supposed to pick up, and it's like, oh, <laughs> okay. Um, but then actually playing the game, like you know, beyond the movement, which was like it, it, it literally was like I don't know what it is with the games I've been picking recently, but it's like all so <laughs> slow, like absolutely right. like fucking glacial walking speed. Wow. Um, it, like, the guy walks like he shatters pants in the snow. <laughs> it's like, that's how, uh, like, wow, meandering okay. it is. And when you sprint, it's, like, a regular walking speed.
1: Yeah, that that is surreal yeah. uh, when that happens in games. My, my
0: guess is that because the map, well, like, large enough for what this little demo is showing, like, possibly if you could walk a bit faster, you could realize that it's not actually that big. Oh, yep, yep. Which is also not a problem, but it's, like, you know, just give a little bit more movement option but i will say the shooting in the game actually felt amazing it was really really good oh wow um you know the crosshairs worked really well it felt really like the kickback on the guns and like it was responsive to where you shot and i think a really interesting thing which i'd not really seen before but when you shoot the bad guys and and they're relatively weak like it's Mm. decently for everyone else it's realistic-y bullet physics. For you, it's not really. Like, you have a health bar. Um, mm. But when you shoot them, it almost, like, ragdolls the section of their body that you shot for oh, a second.
1: Oh, interesting. And
0: so it really helped the the impact of the bullets to sort of come across. And, it, like, it looked funny at times, but it's sort of, like, almost action movie style where it's, like, ooh, ooh, uh, ooh, uh, where they're, like, throwing their torso yeah, back. Yeah, It was very, oh, cool. very funny and very very like it worked really well and so mm. like i wonder how they coded that because it's like did yeah. was it something like if a bullet hits this hitbox of the person does that arm become ragdoll for a moment and then snaps back or it, it yeah, was yeah it very would have good. to yeah like I, i'm i'm That's not cool. sure it was very cool and then so obviously when you finally kill them they then just ragdoll out and which is also hilarious yeah you know, if dark souls has taught us anything that <laughs> corpses <laughs> flying around and just being yeah, able to be yeah. interacted with is probably the highlight of any gaming experience, you yeah. know, f- as far as physics engines are concerned. Um Yeah, no, but like, re- like amazing gun feel. Like not that I'm like one of these gun guys or like I play a bunch of SPS, FPS mm, shooters, mm, mm. but really good. And so, you know, I go through like do the mission pretty much like, you know, it's there's like two objectives, which is find evidence five out of five which is just five corpses basically and then uh kill everyone is an alternative option um, Right. the problem was i went through the entire level and like you're kind of in like a little valley basically mm. and i found uh like honestly it's a pretty open map and it does a really good job at leading you around but because i couldn't find the last evidence aka corpse um yep. i was just walking around and soon found the invisible walls which keep me there but ah uh, yep that being said i wouldn't have found them if i was just playing the game normally honestly like mm. I, I think that's a good testament to like decent level design and that it being open enough for you to figure out what you want to do but also leading you in a way because it's it's just like a, basically a circle map but it leads yeah. you in like a horseshoe pattern um Oh, it. yep. But you don't have to do that. You could just walk straight over the the hill to the other side of the map if you wanted to because yeah. that's open to you. But the way that, like, you know, you are sort of funneled down uh, very subtly is quite good. Um yeah. I'll go to the, the AI aspect of it now because that's kind oh, of yeah. one of the weird... Like, on the page, it's talking about, like, an AI squad-based shooter. And... The pathing is really good, like they follow you really well. Like I they didn't have any problems following me around or anything like that. They were quite responsive, but I didn't feel like they were doing much for me at all. Uh yep. Because like, I didn't really see them. They were just following behind me for most of it. And then about like halfway through the game I turned around and then I only had one?
1: Oh wow. Like, <laughs> like I guess they just died. I don't guys? know. Guys? Yeah, g-
0: guys? Guys? Uh, uh, sound off. Anyone, please. This uh this evidence looks really familiar. <laughs> exactly. I'm just You're finding... just finding your own like oh no. Oh my god, there's four in the squad and I only found four bodies. Maybe it's literally mm. just my squad. Ah, oh, you fucking mm. blew my mind. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've
1: um, all been abducted
0: already <laughs> and killed. This is the Shyamalan twist. We're actually yeah, playing yeah, yeah. our escape.
1: It's a, it's a squad of ghosts going to save their bodies (laughs) but they don't know it oh Uh,
0: see that's way more interesting I like this Mm, they're mm. trying to they're jumping from thing to thing inhabiting different objects until they can finally inhabit their old corpse yeah it was it was interesting just purely based on the fact that it was like yeah like they didn't really do anything beyond just follow you so they the AI I guess in terms of it following you worked but I'm, I wasn't even sure if they were shooting
1: or anything. They were just there. Yeah, right. Very, very, very strange. Um, Can you? Were you able to give them commands or anything like that? No, it, it wasn't that
0: flushed out. Like beyond the shooting being quite good and the level design being decent, it was just literally walking around and um, having combat with these people. So yeah. possibly in the future there might be stuff implemented. It seems like they're working oh, on yeah. it um, every now and then. Um, they have like, you know, like a Discord and stuff like that. So it seems like they're actively Mm. making this game. Actually, I say that, I actually don't know when it came out. Um, But overall, it was like, I don't think it was a bad experience. As far as like a flavor of showing what it would look like and how it would control and the Mm. idea of the AI being implemented at some point, uh, I think is really good. Like quite promising, honestly. I think definitely down the line, I feel like there could be something coming out of that as well, like obviously there are like more triple A shooters and stuff like that out on the market at the moment that people are generally playing. But you know, like why not? Why not make something uh in a like different in the genre? Honestly, yeah, yeah. But beyond that, I just really enjoyed it beyond like some of the like you know the voiceover faux pas and stuff like that, <laughs> and just you know the slow fucking walking. Um, yeah, it was really good. It was like a lot more competent than I expected to find, but that might just be based on my experience with some of the more recent games that I've played on this show. Ah, oh. Yeah. Um, that being said, speaking of competency, uh, we're mm. up to that point of the show where we have to remember to do something.
1: Oh, yep. And
0: so, um, purely based on the fact that we talked about it at the start of the <laughs> the show and how mm-hmm. electricity didn't seem to necessarily (laughs) give us anything i genuinely want to give you the prompt of gun and just see where that takes you because surely there'll be something interesting like there has to be something there like it'll be like pages and pages of results shortly yeah 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 so this week gun is what i want you to look up on itch and i want you to find something uh you know, Ooh. bonus points. I'll send you a a a, a kit cat in the mail if you can find something wow. that isn't necessarily about killing people that with doesn't guns. have a gun. <laughs> oh, honestly, yes. Wow.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, if you can find a game okay. with add the acronym "gun" that has
1: nothing to do with guns. Whoa. Ooh, challenge accepted. Yeah, Hot damn. I suppose in in the same line of that, uh, I will give you the keyword of life. <laughs> yeah fair uh, enough because i feel like there going that... be a lot of crash bandicoot games then yeah i mean there would have to be actually there'd probably be a lot of crash bandicoot visual novels yeah exactly i
0: mean the word life and crash bandicoot are synonymous as we've like you know obviously established in this podcast
1: yeah yeah uh because i think what was it it was uh our lord and savior mega man <laughs> and jesus christ uh, both sat at a supper of turkey from a rubbish bin. And Sonic was a devout follower of uh, the J-Man. Um, as we all and know. Then, uh, yeah, and then uh, Crash Bandicoot's there as well, uh, representing life. And who knows, maybe the next games will find our Crash Bandicoot franchise Judas. <laughs> uh, that was
0: the most booked yeah. sentence I've ever
1: heard. <laughs> Listen... There's, there's always a Judas. Uh, there's always got to find him. Yeah.
0: Uh, if, if uh, old mate uh, Joseph Campbell has taught us anything about the 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 yeah. worldwide sort of
1: idea of the joint storytelling mythos, that there's mm-hmm. always a Judas. Yeah. There's the hero's journey, and then there's the Judas journey. Yeah. Maybe Mario's the Judas in this one. Yeah. Me- I mean. Honestly, I feel like uh oh, I feel like... No,
0: spyro. Because Crash Bandicoot and Spyro are like weirdly intrinsically linked. Ooh, yeah. Maybe Spyro is the Judas.
1: Yeah, that's that's true.
0: Et two sparks.
1: <laughs> Et two spyro? Uh I guess because yeah, I suppose stealing a bunch of well, I say stealing, recovering a bunch of eggs. Yeah, Which is probably like an allegory for life or something. Uh, Who's recovering eggs? Isn't it Spyro? Isn't he recovering dragon eggs?
0: Oh, maybe in one of them. I believe in the first one, they're statues.
1: Oh, that's right. No, sorry. There is a uh, side thing of collecting eggs from very fast squid ghosts. Oh, yeah.
0: Very fast, um, slightly racist uh, (laughs) guys who are wearing turbans. Oh no. Yeah. Like that it's they're very, I mean, listen, you could probably go back to any franchise that's made in the early nineties, uh yeah. or, or late nineties, I guess, and find some unfavorable depictions of people's uh that yeah. were pretty much glossed over, but yeah, I think these ones in particular are probably not great. Ooh. So I mean, yeah, please uh put them up on a pedestal, Stew. I mean, I know you've got yeah. that tattoo of these guys on your body.
1: Yeah, I've It says I, see, nothing I, <laughs> wrong. Yeah t- <laughs> Yeah, t- uh 10 years ago I got a tattoo of uh the table that Jesus sat at uh <laughs> and I'm just adding characters to it um as the years look up go by.
0: What these guys are called? Um uh in
1: I'm going to go right? with egg goobers.
0: Egg goobers. Okay. I maybe they're I don't not know. As- the depiction of them isn't actually as bad as I remember. I thought they were wearing like turbans.
1: That's why I thought they were squids or like octopuses. Because I thought it was just their like floppy big head. They're just called blue thieves, which is
0: interesting. Oh, they they they're like mummies, right? Yeah, they're like they're just dudes with like black faces, and they're just covered in blue bandages, like head right. to toe.
1: Stro- wow Weep. okay
0: see i always thought the top of it was like a turban but i'm just wrong all right never mind all right Stu, uh you know
1: uh right, well, you're uncancelled yeah uh, thank you and i guess uh i guess spyro has been absolved <laughs> thank god so uh i was worried yeah pl- please sit at the table
0: <laughs> sit at the table not judas yep uh there will be one, and we will find them. That's gonna do it for the best episode we've ever recorded
1: mm-hmm mm-hmm
0: um thank you, Amy Manson, for the podcast art. Thank you to faxing for our uh intro and outro songs. Be mm-hmm. with you uh, until next time, guys. Just remember Spyro is Judas, Crash Bandicoot
1: is Jesus, and uh stu and uh yes, yeah, scratch that itch uh don't at me. <laughs> Uh, I just love finishing that like after making a lot of uh, game franchise Christian crossovers just saying, yeah, don't at me, uh, (laughs) because uh, I'm not cancelled. Yeah,
0: fair (laughs) enough. I think just ending anything with don't at me, just a sentence with don't at me is perfect. I mean, listen, not that it's going to mean anything after Twitter's dissolved, but
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So just at Elon, Mm. um, and you know everything that we've said. Just you know, tell Daddy Musk about our podcast.
0: You know, rate, like, subscribe, hit the bell, join our OnlyFans, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, yeah. See you there. Bye. Bye.